With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Corporate Research Center in Blacksburg, Virginia, it's October 27, 2023, and this is TSL Today. I'm your host, Robert Bateman, and today we talk about Brent Pry's post-game press conference after the Hokies' dominating 38-10 win over Syracuse last night. For starters, Brent Pry made sure to show love to the fans who seemingly rattled SU, who struggled in their first drive and even forced an intentional grounding out of Garrett Schrader on the first play of the game. Um, I want to say that the, the crowd was fantastic. If you're out there, the way we started that game and they were rattled, they had penalties, the crowd was a factor in how we started the game and in us starting fast. Uh, just a big night all in all. We, we had uh, the commissioner here, I appreciate that. Mike Vick, a bunch of other lettermen were here. The crowd was, was awesome. Um, four straight sellouts and then a great crowd tonight. Appreciate everybody pouring into this program right now. It takes everybody. And right now we got a lot of people moving this thing in the right direction. By no means are we where we need to be or want to be. Uh, we'll have tons to clean up. Uh, we got to get better this week like we've done each week. If we do that, we'll have a chance to be 1-0 this week. Uh, going over to Louisville, so. Saxburg was out in full effect last night, recording a whopping eight sacks and forcing a safety out of the Orangemen. And Pry made sure to share his thoughts on his stellar D-line. Yeah, another area that was a liability for us last year. We spent a lot of time, you know, big investment, big recruiting piece, going out and getting APR. And uh, his skill set he brought, along with, the investment we made. We had martial arts experts come in a couple different times and work with our coaches and our defensive players. Um, you know, there was, uh, you know, this, this place is, is known for sacking a quarterback. And so I think the pride was hurt a little bit that we weren't able to do that well enough last year. And there was a motivated group up front. Our skill set's better. We, we win more one-on-ones. We get our hips through. Uh, Coach Price has done a great job with the group. And, uh, you know, we got to keep that coming. Now, let's stay on the topic of the D-line. With 15 sacks in the last two games, they currently lead the ACC and have been arguably the scariest D-line to face from week to week. Here's what Pry thinks makes this D-line so effective. Well, that's the plan, right? Get better. Uh, identify weaknesses. We had some things up there we weren't doing well enough. Uh, you identify them, you find ways to improve on them, and, and we, we've done that. Um, testament to their work, uh, to the coaching. Uh, that, that's... You know, to me, that's what, that's what we do, right? I mean, you have to, you have to talk about where you're not good enough and, and then figure out how you get better at it. And I think we're doing that in some places, and it's showing up right now. Bayshall Tootin absolutely exploded last night. He went for 118 yards and a touchdown on only 18 attempts. As the season goes on, he just keeps getting more and more effective. Pry feels Tootin came out of the womb with a destiny. Here, check it out. Yeah, I, absolutely. When I talk about him, you know, born to be a running back for a lot of reasons. His body type, his balance, his vision, his patience, his toughness. He's got ball skills. Um, 
you know, and I honestly, I think we talk so much about Kyron improving all the time. I think we can say the same thing about Bashaw. Uh, I think he's still a work in progress on some things. That's maybe his 1,200-yard game in his career, but, you know, there's still things and areas he's coming and improving in. But, uh, you know, and when you don't have to be the guy and be out there every snap, it makes a big difference. Uh, those guys are complementing each other very well. Although Tootin was able to run all over Worsham Field last night, Syracuse did not have the same luxury. They recorded zero rushing yards. Yes, you heard me correctly. Zero. A big fat nada. Four quarters, 60 minutes of football, and not a single yard on the ground. Coach Pry has rarely seen this before. I don't know that I, I'd have to go back and see if, we, if in my career if we've done that before. Um, I didn't realize it until I looked up late in the game that, uh, you know, it was where it was. But uh, the most important thing is we're, we're fitting better, we're tackling better. We had a series there that we'll, you know, <laughs> we'll address tomorrow um, where we didn't tackle very well. But for the most part, our tackling's improved. You know, we kept the ball in front and inside today. We didn't give up the explosive run, which is, which is important. Um, you know, I, I thought Syracuse mixed it up and tried to do some things to wheel routes and I thought we did a good job with some disciplined things. and But, uh, yeah, zero rushing yards. I'll take that anytime. Syracuse's goose egg in the rushing category marked Tech's best defensive effort against the run since 2012 when they held Florida State to negative 15 yards. Ironically enough, that game also fell on a Thursday night at Lane Stadium. Now let's stick to the ground game and mention Malachi Thomas, who threw for a touchdown and also ran for 87 yards last night. We've seen Thomas worked into the game plan more and more each week. Here's what Pry had to say about his redshirt sophomore halfback. Yeah, he's a talented back, and he's a smart football player. Uh, you know, he's a heck, he was a heck of a baseball player. He's got a really nice arm. Um, you know, so again, trying to maximize the strengths of our players, the things we can do well, make sure we're, you know, we're putting emphasis in that area and giving that, you know, those things a chance for us to win. Um, I think Coach Bowen's doing a good job with that each and every week. You know, we try to get the ball a little bit more to Jay Lane and just some things that, uh, that make sense with, with our personnel and our scheme. Finally, now sitting at 4-4, four and four, there seems to be a different energy surrounding the Hokies headed to Louisville next week. Coach Price shared his thoughts on what needs to be done in preparation for the Cardinals next week. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the challenge, to continue to get better. But, you know, I tell them all the time, don't put a ceiling on anything you're doing individually or us as a team. You know, just bust through that. Don't, don't think that way. And, uh, you know, we don't let them talk about things down the road. I mean, you know, I told them in the locker room, and I'll tell them again tomorrow, we have to get better each and every day this week to have a chance to go be the better team Saturday at Louisville. Well, before we get out of here, let's get to an ad read. This episode is also brought to you by the Hokie Way. The Hokie Way's Countdown to Kickoff matching donations campaign is underway. This fund drive is critically important to Virginia Tech NIL. The first $250,000 in donations will be matched. Visit thehokieway.org to learn more and to donate. Well, that's all I got for you this week. Once again, I'm Robert Bateman, and that was your Friday installment of TSL Today.